0: School is out. Summertime is here. Time for bike races and library adventures. This week's episode has both. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from the campus of Splendid University, downtown splendid West Virginia, home to some of the most extraordinary kids, kid superheroes, time-traveling teens. We even have our own kid space force, and so much more. I believe I promised you a kid explorer's tale. For this week, Kid Explorers Underground, Part 2, in particular. Well, that was a lie. I apologize. It's the first lie I've told you in the eight-month history of this podcast, isn't it? Some people think the mysterious happenings... Experiments and such of my lab have something to do with the strange goings-on of this town. I can assure you that is ridiculous most of the time. That is ridiculous. I am only an observer of what wondrous things abound. Anyway, back to that kid explorer's situation. I'm a bit unclear... With some of the news I'm receiving, given their whereabouts and conflict, I need to do a bit of following up on our Underground Kid Explorers before I can give you the report I had originally intended to give this week. So please be patient. I can assure you, without hesitation, the next time you hear from me, I'll have an update on our underground kid explorers as they attempt to escape from the dark. In the meantime, it is summer. School is out for summer. And for many of you, that means trips to the pool and summer camps, hiking, exploring, video games. Hopefully it also means a trip to your local library for a summer reading program. Some of my fondest memories of childhood were spent in the library near my grandmother's house. A library opens up a world of possibilities and adventure. You can travel anywhere. Be anyone. Just ask Darby, the lead in our first story this week. Darby's. SUMMER ADVENTURE. The bell rang loudly. The final bell, the last one, you know it. The school year had come to an end. Students cheered almost as loudly as their teachers. Young Darby planned her summer adventures. She'd start by climbing the tallest of mountains. She'd finish by sailing the widest of seas. In between, she would fight dragons and battle pirates, and sew the world's largest hat for the Earth's mightiest giants. She'd make friends with aliens right before eating a hundred cupcakes and directly after performing magic tricks for the King and Queen of England. But how, you may ask, can one girl do so much... In such a short time summer break is only so long and Darby's parents told her they would be staying close to home this year that won't stop little Darby for she has a magic card Darby's magic card unlocks worlds well beyond where their beat-up old family car could possibly take them who needs the beach when you can wrestle dinosaurs on Mars. Darby's magic card is the key to her favorite summer getaway, the library. A library card is a free passport to a world of adventures that stretches out in time forever. Darby will spend long hours tucked away deep in the halls of this mystical world. Her June and July will be one of summer reading lists of mysteries and comedies and plays about good versus bad. And one day, when Darby is quite old, she'll look back on those trips to that book palace in that old beat-up car as one of the fondest memories of the time she spent with her parents exploring the world around her through the words on a page, the pictures inside... And her endless imagination. The End But only if you really allow it to be the end. Make your way to your public library today. It's an important part of any summer break. Perhaps you enjoy athletic adventures, in addition to literary ones. If that's the case, you may want to visit Jeff's bike shop in nearby Huntington, West Virginia. Jeff hosts a race for young riders each summer. This is his story. Bike Race The streets were closed to cars, for only bikes were allowed today. People young and old, tall and short, from all walks of life, came out to enjoy the summer sun and cheer the racers on. Jeff, the bike shop owner and bike race organizer, stood at one end of the 100-yard concrete course set to signal the start. At the other end, a dozen young, excited cyclists, clad in colorful helmets and vibrant outfits, waited under the blistering sun they were prepared to pedal with all their might three two one go the bike race began ten yards down ninety to go a green bike motored into the lead a blonde boy in a blue shirt fought for second against a red-headed girl atop a neon-pink specialized bike. The other nine racers each battled for third place, only inches away from one another. Thirty yards down, seventy to go. A purple bike raced ahead of the pack. Its rider was neck and neck with the leader as the crowd cheered all the young participants on. Fifty yards down fifty to go they were at the halfway point in just seconds these speedsters had reached the midway some forged ahead others fell behind sweat fell over determined eyes and legs burned as they all pushed harder and harder the crowd applauded and cheered louder and louder 70 yards down, 30 to go. Jeff readied to signal the winner. The competitors closed in on him and the finish line. 90 yards down, 10 to go. The final sprint was on. It was every kid for themselves and every bike for itself. The end was near. Oh, this is exciting. Blue shirt crossed the finish line first and took gold. Purple bike was a close second for silver, a girl. Decorated in pigtails and powder puff girls, captured third at the last second ahead of a boy, too focused on waving to the crowd to realize his bronze medal had just been snatched away. Jeff, the bike shop owner and bike race organizer, stood proud, congratulated the winners, gave them each a prize, and presented a certificate to all contestants. The dozen boys and girls panted heavily, out of breath, patted each other on the back, and grinned from ear to ear. A fun time was had by all. After a quick, quenching drink, Each biked home in separate directions with parents, siblings, and or friends that had brought them downtown. They each dreamed of returning again someday, and once again conquering the 100-yard kids' race. The end. But only the beginning of your summer. May it be the best summer ever. Be it bike races, or library adventures, or summer movies, whatever you have planned. Trips to amusement parks, or beaches, or simply cracking open a new comic book. I hope you make this show a part of your summer adventures as well. Stay tuned as more stories from the Mystery Lab unfold in the summer weeks and months ahead. I'll be out of town next week at a conference at the University of Parts Unknown which is actually quite nice this time of year. I've warned my son, kid superhero Buck Travers to stay away from my podcasting equipment So don't expect any super secret surprise episodes narrated by Buck Travers in my absence next week. That's all for this week, listeners. In the meantime, be good to each other. Have a wild and wonderful week. We'll be back soon with Kid Explorers Underground next time. I promise. Would I lie to you? Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might turn you into a tree or a shrub. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at Theo at gmail.com or tweeted at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.